0: And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access
1: to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com with Amex. Terms apply.
2: Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller?
0: I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh,
2: you got fleeced. Next caller?
0: I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy s24 plus and shows my plan
1: that's not a bad deal it
0: is not our
1: best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade in at&t connecting changes everything
0: offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 256GB offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details
1: enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. mgm
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Hi, my
3: man, E from Salam. Pleased to be with you here on a Saturday evening. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Oklahoma surviving this Jimmy
2: Butler trade. But first, I have to ask how you're doing, man. I'm doing great. (laughs) You're doing great. just like in our introduction, you come on, you bleep, kicker. (laughs) All right? Uh Uh-huh. And I'm obviously talking about Oklahoma State's kicker.
1: Uh, uh,
3: extra point. Make an extra point, dude. There's come no me. scenario. Well, most likely it doesn't come down to you have to go for two for the win. You might have had a situation where you could just kick an extra point and win the game. Period. Yeah. Period, point, blank.
2: And that, and therein <laughs> lies the problem. And I know people are always like, oh, you need blah, 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 this and that on the kickers. It, it, it's so outrageous. You you look at your quarterback, Cornelius, and he throws for 501 yards, no picks, and three touchdowns. Mm. He did everything. He threw the ball 53 times. Mm. Then you look at your running back. He carried the ball 22 times, 104 yards, three touchdowns. That's six touchdowns between two people. Now, oh, not to mention... Your receiver, he catches 10 passes. One catches 10, one catches 11, 220 yards, 128 yards. They also combine for three touchdowns. They do all of this against the number six team in the nation. And, oh, by the way, it's a rival. And <laughs> you can't do your job. It's an extra point, too. It's a chip shot
1: extra point. It's a college extra point. Extra
2: point. 19 yards. It's not the NFL. 33. He'll never see the NFL if he can't make a college (laughs) extra point.
3: You got to make that. And, oh,
2: by the way, he missed a chip shot field goal as well. That's four points. In a game, they lost by one to the number six Ranked team in the nation, quite possibly one vying for the national championship. Right. And you ask me why am I so hard on kickers? That is why.
3: Well, the thing is, beyond just the kicker thing, is it's so embarrassing. We harp on it week in, week out, and you can't overlook it. Again, this week, the lack of Big Twelve defense. It's embarrassing to sit there and be like we have no chance virtually of stopping Oklahoma and getting the ball back if you know if things don't work out here, you know? They're thinking, okay, if you kick the extra point, you tie it up, assuming he makes the extra point, right? Right. You tie it up, there's a minute left. You're not confident one that you can prevent Oklahoma from scoring in regulation and you have no confidence in overtime should it get there that your defense can get stops. So you go for two, and if you don't get it, you got to get a, an onside kick or you're done. That's the risk you're taking because you can't play defense. That's embarrassing.
2: It is embarrassing. You are correct, sir.
3: <laughs> it is incredibly embarrassing, the lack of Big 12 defense. But it works for Dana Holgerson last week. But it was the same concept. He sat there and said, us going for two with our offense, it's a better opportunity for us to win instead of kicking the extra point and trying to win in overtime. And I can understand that logic, but if you sit there and basically say, I have no confidence in my defense, it's an embarrassment, man. There's no other way to to spin that.
2: too many points being given up, man. There
3: are. Good Lord. The total for that game, Ephraim, it was close to 80. I, I want to say it was 81. I'm trying to get it for you real quickly here. For the, it, you, don't, you don't even have to be a gambler. You don't have to have a cent on the game. The total was 79 and a half. And you look at that and you're like, wow, that's a ton of points. That's a ton. Yeah. Over.
2: <laughs> Crushed it.
3: Over with ease. <laughs> that's, that's the big 12 for you, man. I got to say this before we get knee deep into this Jimmy Butler trade mm. and mm. all the other ball going on. Your friend, Papa Bear, your friend, Ephraim, he has been relentless, just mercilessly blowing me up left and right about UCF the whole week. I'm not exaggerating at all. It's memes. It's GIFs. It's 19 texts each day.
2: Yeah. Of UCF.
1: National champions, UCF, by the way.
2: Fighting. Have you seen end. that movie? By the way, yes, from... I have. What'd you think of it? I thought it was good. Thought it could have been better, but I thought it was good. What parts do you think could have been better? Uh, I just would have loved. So I, I'm I'm a bit biased, and I'll go back to about four years ago when Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to play Freddie Mercury, and he. This is this what the conversation was, and he was excited, and I was really looking, although. Uh, the guy who played Freddie Mercury, I can't remember. What's his name? I don't know. Remy. Remy did Mallet. He did a good job. But you put Sasha Baron Cohen there and the way he and his ideas for the script, I heard him talking about it a while ago on the Howard Stern Show. That's the movie I wanted to see. The band themselves wanted to make a completely different movie, mm-hmm. focusing more on them uh which nobody <laughs> wants to see nobody wanted to see. <laughs> I love it. And so right. So they like uh, Freddie Mercury like died in the first act in the in in the proposed <laughs> script that the band wanted to do.
3: And we find this just really engaging story about the drummer that no one knows.
2: No one knows. One that they knows. Know. Yeah. Right. Right? Like and and so I guess this was a compromise and, you know, after um, Sasha Baron Cohen decided I can't. I'm not gonna make this that movie that they wanted. That I guess they went back and redid it and so on and so forth. So I was expecting a little bit more. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was it was very entertaining. I'll tell you that it, it was, was entertaining.
3: Yeah, I thought it was an entertaining movie. So I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, you know I enjoyed it. It's for what I, it was.
2: in my opinion, um, uh, it's not better than the remake of a Star is Born. A Star is Born is tremendous. It's unbelievable.
3: I'm uh, I'm not going to give a thumbs up on the T-Wolves' behalf for this trade <laughs> with Jimmy Butler. This is unbelievable. It's Brian No and Ephraim Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. What in the world did the Timberwolves do here? You get Robert Covington, Dario Saric, who they're okay players. I like Sarich, but nothing unbelievable. They get a guard, Jared Bayless, who they might wave, and a 2022 second-round pick for Jimmy Butler. The Bulls, who got Lowry Markinen out of the deal, Zach Levine, and it was widely criticized, crushed what the Bulls did when they dealt Jimmy Butler. They got more return yep,
2: than did. the T-Wolves did. And there were teams offering multiple first-round draft picks for Jimmy Butler. Houston Rockets being one. I think I said Houston offered four first-round draft picks for Jimmy Butler or yeah. something like that and and um and uh, a player. I can't who's the player. Um either way, With the they, Rockets they, deal Yeah, they offered yeah. A, a bunch and they turned that down because they wanted uh Turner and they didn't want to deal Turner. Uh so this is where we are right now, I tell yeah. you, I tell you what the seventy sixers got a whole lot better. Good they Lord. did. I love goodness this deal gracious. for the
3: Sixers. Absolutely love it. for The them. Celtics
2: hated the the, uh, Raptors. the Raptors hated <laughs> Celtics. Uh, I mean, goodness gracious, <laughs> this is
3: Bucks. Sorry, I think and, you said Celtics. Yeah,
2: but Bucks <laughs> hate they hate it, and I wouldn't saw that. I just wouldn't saw Minnesota play with Jimmy buckets uh, on Wednesday when they played the Lakers. Uh huh. And I mean, he is. A dynamic player. He is effortless. He is... When he plays, he has complete control of himself, the ball. To get his own shot is is easy. It's not even difficult. And to put that type of weapon on the 76ers with their current roster...
3: Oh, yeah. I love it for them. And you think about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I think this is good for the NBA just because Joel Embiid, he's a pot stirrer, you know, he's got this fun personality, but he's not afraid to call somebody out on Twitter and in turn, hype up a series when the playoffs roll around. So just from an NBA standpoint an entertainment standpoint, I love this deal, but I go back to the T wolves and I look at it and I say, what you just mentioned, I'd much rather make a deal with the Rockets, even being a Western conference team, than to deal him to the east where you don't have to see him nearly as much. I'd rather get as much value as I can for my franchise to set us up for the future. What does this deal do to set you up for the future? Nothing. Nothing.
2: I, they're hanging their hat on the reassur- uh, the resurgence of Derrick Rose, who, by the way, has been balling. He's, he has been. Goodness gracious.
3: Yeah, and you are, what, four and eight? <laughs> like he's playing out of his mind. Out of
2: his mind. Yeah, but I think for Minnesota, in the long run, it'll help them. It'll, you know, there were several divides in that locker room. They weren't focused. They were wondering when this was going to happen. It's over. Maybe they can come together. I don't know. Rally around how good the former MVP and Derrick Rose is playing. Put something together. Uh, Covington does help them because it gives him a, a, a spot-up shooter and a person who plays a, – a, I call him a 3D player. Spot-up sh- shooter who can knock down the threes, and he plays defense. So that is going to help them a lot. Uh, so, I mean, they can build from it. Her- losing an all-star like Jimmy Butler, okay, we get it. But, you know, in the West, they weren't going to make any noise anyway. I mean, they're stacked over there. So this just, you know, gives them an opportunity. I don't know why they didn't want a first round draft pick, though. That's just dude. And and it's
3: spaced out. It's what you can't have back to back years with first round picks. So this is spaced out over years if they were to make that deal with the Houston Rockets. So who knows how the Rockets are gonna look, say four or five years from now? Right. Chris Paul's already
2: deteriorating. They're deteriorating the whole team is
3: (laughs) they absolutely terrible. I would
1: much they are rather have not the a good basketball Huggers. team. Watching no.
2: the Rockets play is no. awful. It's not exciting. It's painful uh, because the, the defensive players that they did had in Ariza uh, and a couple other good. They are they're gone. Yeah. So now Bam Bamute. Uh, nobody's playing defense.
3: Yeah. Oh, by the way, on a funnier note, the Sixers they play at Minnesota on March 30th. I think there's a slight possibility Jimmy buckets gets booed that night.
2: Maybe a little maybe, bit. Maybe just a little a bit. Few, I mean, who knows? Yeah.
3: A couple of boos here and there, just like one or two. Uh, yeah, yeah, just a couple. Yeah, right. I'll set the over under at two point five <laughs> people in attendance for the booing of Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, the latest on Le'Veon Bell: Is he going to report? Will he not? There's some news as to which direction he might be leaning in. I'm Brian No. He's Ephraim Salaam. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Ephraim Salaam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So Ephraim, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter... Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell, unlikely to report by the Tuesday deadline. I'm surprised by this. You surprised at all?
2: Uh, yeah, I am, actually. Uh and uh I I don't know why. I mean that's uh it, it's crazy to me. Um yeah. because it it doesn't benefit him anymore not to show up. There's, yeah. there's no win for him in that situation.
3: Because he's right back to the same position he was in with the Steelers this whole season.
2: the For a whole other year. Yeah. So if he sits out this year, he just forfeits this year, doesn't make any money, and the Steelers still retain his rights next year. He's un, he's unable to be a free agent. Makes no sense. Whoever's uh, advising this young man, right. uh, they're doing him a disservice. And if no one's advising him, and then his friends and family are letting him down. That's just how it is.
3: Yeah, it's crazy, too, because <laughs> the uh, the president of the Steelers, Art Rooney II, he was on SiriusXM. And he said this is blew my mind, Ephraim. He says, quote, we know he's back in Pittsburgh, so we're hoping to have some communications with him over the weekend. We're kind of expecting he'll be back next week, end quote. Just think about that statement right there. This is the Steelers organization, one of the most respected organizations in sports history, and they're like, hopefully we'll hear from him this week. Hopefully we'll have some communication. We're kind of expecting him back. It's just a clown show right now, man.
2: Yeah, it's a clown show, and uh, to me, enough is enough. I'm all for players um, holding on to their their value and, and using their leverage to benefit them. Um, But now, obviously, the Steelers don't need him this year. Uh, and they may not need him in the future. What James Conner has been able to do as a fill-in running back has jump-started his career, and he's on his way. Mm-hmm. Literally, he's on his way. And the forgotten guy here is Le'Veon Bell. And if he did come back this week, who knows how many touches he's going to have in the game. You know, I would love so, to know
3: that, yeah. Isn't that funny, man? Think about that for a second, Ephraim, because it's shifted from he had 406 touches last year, and that was the whole reason that he basically didn't report this year, which was he didn't get the guaranteed money, and I completely understand that, where it was comparable to Todd Gurley, and he said the wear and tear without the guaranteed money, I just can't put myself in that position, and now it's completely flipped to he doesn't know if he's going to get enough touches with James Conner's emergence that's crazy
2: yeah it is and i just uh, got word that he could still be a free agent next year they uh he has a he's a 5 year vet so week 10 rule doesn't apply to him uh they'd have to use a qb level franchise tag on him next year which is not going to happen so no you know i you know we'll see we'll see how it plays out to me um you know, football players play football. You know, sitting out a whole year. Right. I I, I mean I, I don't I don't see the good in that at all. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with sitting out an entire year. Um. And that uh that update and that heads up was from my my guy Mark Willard. Yeah. No. Um. Sorry but, about that. <laughs> it's my guy, man. That's Someone's got to love Mark Willard. That I love Mark. Mark yeah. is my guy. Um, but it, it just, you know, the Steelers have obviously d- distanced themselves from the situation. They're moving forward. Their team is playing extremely well. We just saw that um, this past Thursday where they put up 52 points on a, at the time, 6-2 Panthers who are pushing and, and leading the charge in the, in, in the NFC trying to make some noise. And you get the Steelers who come out and just annihilate them, like just destroy them. And you know James Conner again he got a little banged up in that game, but before, they didn't really even need him. You know right. they didn't they didn't even need him. Ben Roethlisberger is on fire right now. The team as a unit, defense, offense, special teams, everyone's clicking. They're not going to let and allow the Le'Veon Bell situation to distract their team from their ultimate goal of winning a Super Bowl.
3: That's fine. And here's where I am on it because it's clear that if Le'Veon Bell Sits out this entire year. I don't see the Steelers playing hardball or trying to hold on to him or trying to drag this thing out longer than it's already gone on. I think they're just like, you know what? He can roll. We'll take the compensatory pick. We're just going to move on. I fully expect the Steelers to do that. But for Le'Veon Bell, think about this. You can earn about six million bucks. If you want to talk about wear and tear, you're going to be splitting time with James Conner. So, Would you be willing to put yourself in a position, if you're Le'Veon Bell, to earn $6 million, have limited wear and tear, still be with the Steelers, have a chance to compete for a Super Bowl, and yet it's a little bit awkward in the locker room from time to time? I'll put up with awkwardness to be on the field and ball out and have a limited amount of wear and tear that makes all the sense to report.
2: It seems like a perfect situation. Um, But then again, you you never know what's going on in the mind of a Of an athlete you just don't
1: yeah
3: strange year man really strange year because I totally understood where Le'Veon Bell was coming from everything that he's done in terms of not reporting it made sense to me I don't think that the upside down tweet playing basketball at an LA fitness like (laughs) there are multiple things that didn't make sense but just not reporting made sense as long as he was going to report By the Tuesday deadline, and it looks like he's not going to do that. That's where I stand back and say, so wait a minute. You're going to have a whole year of not earning anything? That doesn't make sense to me.
2: No, it doesn't make sense. And, I mean, we'll see. I mean, reports say he's not going to show up, but we still have, what, four days, three days for him to show up. So we'll see what happens.
3: What do you say? Do you think that he does show up?
2: I think he does.
3: I thought so, too. This whole time, I thought that he would.
2: Yeah, I so, think he does. So, we we'll, we'll, I mean, I'll i will definitely be checking to see. <laughs> Remember, go back to uh, his teammates,
3: where some of the teammates were like, he'll be here week one, guaranteed. Watch what happens. He's not there, <laughs> right? So, yeah. with Adam Schefter's report, he's well tapped in. But yes, he is. It doesn't mean that Le'Veon Bell's incapable of changing his mind, you know, if the thought is that he's going to stay away right now, so. Deadline hasn't come and gone just yet, so we'll see how it unfolds. Um, By the way, I've got to get to a a silly ruling by the NFL and the dumbest thing I saw today in college football, but uh, the dumbest thing, that doesn't even come close to describing Steve DeSager because he's the polar opposite. Of the dumbest thing. I Wonder,
4: wondered where that was going. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That doesn't describe you Thank at you. all, Steve DeSager.
4: Thank you much. By the way, it's NFL Network. Ian Rappaport says Despite comments this week from the Steelers' owner on Le'Veon Bell, the team is not expecting their star running back to play for them. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, tweeted, knowing. Bell that he won't be franchised again regardless quote there's really no logical reason for him to show the deadline 4 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday or else he's ineligible to play for the rest of this NFL season and Adam Schefter in the report that said Bell's unlikely to report by the deadline Tuesday makes a note of the Bell quote from a year ago that he definitely would consider sitting out 2018 or retiring if the Steelers actually used the franchise tag on him for a second straight season, and they did. And he's been missing, and they found James Conner, and he has 10 touchdowns already, and everybody loves him on to college football is number one Alabama shut out number 16 ranked Mississippi State 24 to nothing currently it is number 24 Auburn only down 13 to 10 at fifth rank Georgia two minutes left in the second quarter third rank Notre Dame without quarterback Ian Book in his rib injury tonight nonetheless gets to play Florida State and it's 17 nothing Irish starting I the rush. second quarter at home thank you number seven LSU up seven nothing mid second quarter at Arkansas which is two and seven the Game on Fox TV is early second quarter, and number 19, Texas, is losing 7-3 at Texas Tech. i got to say this again out loud. It's a Big 12 game, and it's only 7-3 in the second quarter, people. What is going on? (laughs) Apparently, they were watching Fox's Big Ten coverage earlier today. (laughs) Number two, Clemson up 3-0 in the early minutes at 17th-ranked Boston College. Among the earlier wins, Michigan and Washington State in the top 10, West Virginia and Ohio State as well. Number 6 Oklahoma won 48-47 over Oklahoma State as the Cowboys missed a two-point pass with about a minute left, and yes, missed that extra point kick early in the fourth quarter. The NBA Minnesota is trading Jimmy Butler to Philadelphia for three players and a second rounder. Toronto won again today. The Raptors are 12-1 and after beating the Knicks. Clippers won on a late bucket in overtime against Milwaukee. The Buffalo Bills will start Matt Barkley at quarterback tomorrow at the Jets. Oh. Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski likely out at Tennessee, but he did make the team flight, according to reports. Speaking of flight, I did see some of the North Carolina-Duke game today. Duke beat its rival 42-35. North Carolina won and eight now this season. It reminded me of, and I can't believe it's been a decade now, that there was a Duke game, again, a decade ago, where about an hour before kickoff, you know how sometimes they have parachutists come down on the field? You and I have talked about <laughs> this like the uh, BYU disaster where he, uh-huh. he, hit the, he missed the end zone and hit the wall. didn't missed the 50, missed the end zone and hit the wall. This, uh, the guy landed just fine about an hour before kickoff at the Duke Stadium, two parachutists carrying the game ball. Duke did not have a home game that day. They had no event in the stadium whatsoever. <laughs> oh my God. They were supposed to land at the North Carolina game in Chapel oh, Hill, which, as you man. know, is eight miles down the road. The plane had decided to cancel the jump into the stadium that day. Bad weather. But then there was a break in the clouds. They see a stadium. The jumpers make their leap. And then they didn't realize it was too, too, it was too late. Good. They were Gross. jumping into the wrong stadium. That was a Duke, North Carolina story from a decade ago. Unreal, wow. man. That's crazy. How do you not know which stadium it is? How
2: do you not know which target? (laughs) Did
4: they notice there were no people in the (laughs) stadium?
2: Either we're early or we're late. I don't know if we missed it or it hasn't started yet. Oh, you missed it. Yeah. Good stuff. By about eight miles. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. But he's like, you know, I was eight eight miles off. Can you see how it could have happened? (laughs) It's a different eight mile. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get the benefit of the doubt. I'm Brian Nohazi from Salaam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Okay, so something stupid from today. The NFL fining Michael Thomas $30,000 for the cell phone celebration. I don't agree with this at all, Ephraim. Because he set a franchise record for 211 receiving yards against the Rams. And the focal point of this whole performance by him was the cell phone celebration that not only drew a penalty flag, which I disagree with, also drew a $30,000 fine. If you're the NFL, why do you want this to become the story instead of Michael Thomas's great day against the Rams?
2: Um, you can't use props like that that's the rule. It's a silly rule. <laughs> well, it's a silly rule. But you can't do it. Some people think wearing seat belts are silly. But it's the law. It's I, I get, part of the yeah. rule, right? You get you so if you break the rules knowingly, then the right. penalty is going to be steep, right? right. You can't uh, argue that in appeal. Well, I didn't know. Right? Like if you shake your hips one too many times <laughs> or whatever like that, and then you go in for the appeal like, yo, I didn't know it was a limit on hip thrust or whatever that is, then you can argue that. But you can't argue the fact that no props whatsoever are allowed in celebration. And it's clearly a, a, a an infraction, uh, a rule infraction. So the penalty is steep, right? They let they let celebrations happen again. Guys land around. Uh, bowling each other over, taking pictures, doing yeah. all kinds of stuff, yeah. and then you step over the line. He knew he was going to get fined. He just didn't know how much he was going to get fined. But in a society without rules, there's mayhem okay. and there's chaos. All right. I mostly agree with you.
3: Whoa.
2: Let, let me stick mostly. with what I
3: agree with, all right. okay? it's Yes, it's the idea of let's use Ant, uh, Antonio Brown from the Steelers right. who just got busted – Speeding, going about 100 miles per hour in his black Porsche, right? Mm -hmm. He can't say to the cop, it shouldn't be speed limit 70 around here or whatever it is. It should be 100. He's going to be like, that's nice. Here's your ticket. So, yes, what you're saying about Michael Thomas drawing the penalty flag, getting fined because that happens to be a rule. Yeah, I agree with that. You knew what would be the end result, and you still signed up for it. So we can't cry to the heavens. I get all of that, and I agree. Going forward, this should not be a rule because this isn't good for the NFL. Why would you want all the conversation to be focused on the cell phone celebration and the penalty and the fine and this and that? Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were like, what are you doing? It's still a 10-point game. There's plenty of time left. Why would you put your team in that position? Why can't we just allow props and have some fun? Why not?
2: Yeah, because then you open up the door to all kinds of stuff. What props are allowed? Which what aren't allowed? Like, you, 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 first of all, you don't need props to celebrate, All right? What one of the guys gonna grab a camera off a off a camera guy's shoulder and start? Like, like <laughs> it's fun. No, what it's about, not fun. It's dangerous. You can, not, no, it's man, fine. no. We'll be fine. Like,
3: it's not worst case scenario. It's still, it's gonna work out just fine. Like. Think about Chad Ochocinco with the Tiger Woods pylon putt. That's fine. It's a prop. What's wrong with that?
2: <sighs> it's not fine.
1: <laughs> Dude, you're a party you, pooper, man. Where's you're the fun? Who, like oh, me? Yeah, where's the no, fun, man? No, no, Come no, on. no, no, no.
2: What, what, look, I love the celebration the guys are coming up with now. I think it's awesome that the NFL has said, hey, you guys have fun. But... Here are a few rules that we want you guys to hear by. If you can't do that, that's like, hey, look, this is exactly right. Hey, uh, your parents, cool parents, you're in high school, junior year, senior year, your curfew's 1 a.m., right? They're like, hey, do what you wanna do. You've shown us that you can handle yourself. Your curfew is 1 a.m. Please don't come in after 1 a.m. And you decide you're gonna stroll up at 1.15, 2 o'clock in the morning, and then – That's a big difference, though, 1.15, 2 a.m. Okay, 1.15. <laughs> 1.15, right? Okay. First of all, your curfew is 1 a.m., which it shouldn't be. We, we all agree that it shouldn't be that, all right? And you want to show up after that? Like, there's nothing a junior or a senior in high school can be doing good after 1 a.m., on a school night, not just I'm not talking about the weekend. I'm you talking do, about a school night. You do a lot of good things. No, but um, you know, but li- pa- wait, wait before okay. you jump in. All right. So when you come in after one and you look at your parents and you're like, "Why are you being so hard on me? Like, what what's the point?" And they the parents are looking in your face like, "Are you serious? We told you, you can't come in here after all this rope we gave you. We told you you can't come in here after one." and you decided you want to ground it for f- six months.
1: That's overboard. No. Also, you know, my parents usually give me like a 15-minute leeway anyway, so I'm just it's
2: saying. There's no 15-minute leeway. <laughs> well, for me, <laughs> I, was salon, was. I can guarantee I you this. Your curfew wasn't 1 a.m.
1: Well, it sure wasn't. You, get, the school night, right, you get 15
2: <laughs> minutes at a 10, a, a 10 p.m. curfew, but you don't get 50 after 1 a.m.? Come on, man.
3: I agree with Papa Bear. You're a party pooper. E from Salon. Really? Absolutely you are. In this instance, we're talking about NFL celebrations. We're not talking about an adolescent child who's breaking curfew well, and
2: got
1: to lay down the law. I get all of that. Some Makes players
2: sense. have been known to be adolescent acting. So
1: Okay, you know what? I'll give you this. Now, if you had a scored the touchdown, pulled out a knife and stabbed the football, okay, okay, you know what? But that's a prop. Uh, uh, we should, should have props.
2: Much. A little too much. Oh, why? Uh, we have I'll props. I'll give you that. Three thousand dollar fine. Yeah, that's too Stun much. Dun guns, tasers. <laughs> we should. Do, wow. They're just props.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah so that's they're props. Happened, you pulled
2: out yeah. a katana. But what? no, but but look, they put the rules. If if you you know what won't happen, that if there are no props involved, then that won't happen, right? So you, it's no argument to it. It's no, hey, it's just a, it's a stun gun or a taser. I, I wasn't tasing anybody. It's a prop. I was shocking the ball. I'm killing them out here. I was shocking the ball.
1: He didn't pull out a gun and start busting caps. He, the right? Football. It's a
2: prop. Listen, it's a prop. Ridiculous. It's so a prop.
1: We're going to have guns on the field now. Hey, man.
2: Props have you allowed. seen Last Boy Scout? <laughs> oh, oh, have insane. you seen Last Boy I I Scout? It,
3: it's the same concept Life's the up. way it is right now. Boom. Like, here's the thing. With allowing celebrations, you could play that game the way it is right now. Like, oh, if we allow celebrations, what could they come up with? Could it be something in bad taste? And now all of a sudden we have this whole scenario on our hands. Let's just not allow celebrations. So they allowed it. It could be the same concept applied to what they have allowed right now. And it's gone fine.
2: It's been fine. Yeah, because guys have been following the rules. When you don't, Follow the rules, you get fined. That's just the bottom line. That's not hard to understand. If you hit a quarterback in the helmet with your helmet, you'll be fined. Period. That's just what it is.
3: You can make up a new rule in a handful of seconds that would encompass everything, where it still would then do it. Then would still be a fine if you use then do it. We can do it. We can do it. If you use a prop and it reflects poorly on the NFL. It could be a penalty and it can be a fine.
2: Done. Okay. Who gets to interpret what poorly is to the NFL?
3: The officials. The officials in the replay That's center. That's
2: subjective. Yes.
3: Yeah. So
2: yeah. There's an argument there. You can go argue that, right? So what you can't, argue, what you can't argue, what you can't argue What you can't argue is no props and you use a prop. You can't argue that can't go to court and be like your honor. I know the law says that I can't use a prop. I used the prop, but <laughs> the- listen to me, right? Like it doesn't work like that. So the NFL put in a rule to where there was no argument, right? We're not going to argue that every time a player gets fined, there's an appeals process, right? They wanted to create some rules and some fines that you could not appeal. If Le'Veon Bell decided to show up and, and wanted to appeal his $8.5 million that he foregoed by not coming to camp, I mean, but not coming to the season reporting, he can't appeal that. You know why? Because it's a rule. It's in the rules. You don't show up. The team can fine you this. They decided to do it. You can't appeal that. You by can't the appeal way, the props.
3: You can't do way, it. couple of things here. As far as Thomas' is fine, he was he was fine for two things. So it was the celebration using a prop, and it was also having a mobile device in the bench area. Can't do it. <laughs> that's according to Ian. Can't do Rappaport. it. No texting from the oh bench.
2: No Facebook Here. Live from the bench, Antonio Brown. We are oh, serious phone? to a Can't fault. Can't do no it. Facebook Live, no flip phone. Hey man. Serious <laughs> to a fault.
1: My goodness.
3: Yeah. Serious to a fault. That's right. Yeah.
2: That's it's exactly that, right. And they're going to get that money, too. He's going to appeal it. They're going to be like, denied. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, the dumbest thing I saw today in college football. We'll see if the big man agrees or disagrees with me. I'm Brian Ngo. He's from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian Ngo. He's from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. It's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So, we, from the dumbest thing I saw today is actually kind of funny in a way too. I saw a highlight from the Baylor Iowa State game and there was a brawl that broke out and a defensive end from Baylor, Greg Roberts, he was trying to reach an Iowa State running back, David Montgomery. So there was, uh, there was some minor fisticuffs that broke out, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit of pushing and shoving. Okay. There's an official between the Baylor defensive end and the Iowa State running back. <laughs> and the Baylor defensive end, Greg Roberts, literally swings around the official to hit <laughs> the Iowa State running back in his face mask. And I'm like... You're not going to rob a bank if the cops are there. You know what I'm saying? You can't do something. You can't swing on an opponent with an official literally right there trying to break it up. You're going to get the gate every time. It was ridiculous. And, of course, the other layer is the guy's got a face mask. He's got a helmet on. The little shove slash slap hit isn't going to do anything anyway. It's
2: ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty stupid.
3: It was pretty bad.
2: That's pretty bad. It Just, was. It's like arguing a fine for an excessive celebration. Wow! Really? You're still- <laughs> Brought Are it you back. still on that? Brought it back. You should.
3: You should be in charge of doling out these fines.
2: No, it's not that. And the the fact that you were so this is the this is what it really breaks down to. to. Okay. You can't argue the fine. Okay. What you can try to argue is the rule. So you can't get mad at the fine because there's a rule in place. You got mad at the fine.
3: No, no, no. I think. No, you got mad at the fine. You started this by saying
2: that was excessive. I'll tell you. Don't argue the fine.
3: No, no, no. Here's the thing. You're not hearing me.
2: Okay, let me listen.
3: I am (sharp) arguing the penalty in the first place. Right. The fine secondly. Right. Pertaining to going forward. Okay. To the future.
2: Right. So We know
3: what the deal is, and you're right. What you say is, hey, this is the setup right now. You use a prop, get a penalty. Use a prop, you get a fine. Okay, great. We get that. It's going forward. This isn't good for the NFL.
2: Okay, I, okay, good. Just as long as you're not you know, arguing the fact that there is a rule that was broken. Like We can argue the rule all day, right. but we can't argue the fact that that rule was broken because we witnessed it get broken. So... Any punishment for said rule, it, it, that's what it is. That's what, you know, right? Mm hmm. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. No, I get
3: that. Like, if um, we'll use the speeding situation right. again. If you're going 45 and a 30, you're going to get a penalty, you're going to get a ticket. Now, I could say going forward 30 miles per hour in this zone is ridiculous. It does need to be 45. That, that's what I'm saying with Michael Thomas. I'm fine with him getting a penalty and getting fine because that's the rules right now. That's the setup right now. It's just going forward. It's a bad setup for the NFL. Why would you want the shine and the focus to be on the fine and the penalty? It should be on Michael Thomas. Just burn Marcus Peters. He scored a touchdown. He had this career day. He had this franchise best for receiving yards. That's where the focus should be.
2: but And mean, it would have been there if he wouldn't have did 170 in a 60-mile-an-hour <laughs> zone. That's where the focus would have been. He took the focus off himself. I think it you should can't be the get,
1: Autobahn. You
2: can't. It should be the
3: Autobahn. Just let him go. It's a celebration. Let yes. him go. It's let a him celebration. Go. No, it's a celebration. <laughs> B words. <laughs> That's how it should be.
2: Hey, well. We have rules in society for a reason.
3: By the way, have you ever had a sty, Ephraim?
2: In your eye? Uh, yes, it's worse.
3: I've got one right ah, now. Ah, it's, it's terrible.
2: Yeah, yeah. On the break, you need to uh, ask someone if they have a safety pin. <laughs> put a lighter <laughs> up to it, then go into the bathroom and just try to pop the sty.
3: Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna just gut gonna this pass. show out before pass. I think about doing any you're, of that. Don't
2: pass on that. Okay.
3: Yeah, I, I'm just gonna pass on that. I don't know if that's great advice.
2: It is good advice. It'll instantly feel better.
3: I, yeah, I don't trust myself
2: <laughs> when well, I don't know what then I'm that's doing. That's a different topic. Then.
3: Yeah, I do not trust myself with uh sty popping. I'm just going to let this thing run its course. All right. Coming up next from the Geico studios, can the best team still be overrated? I'm Brian. No, he's from Salam, Fox sports radio. Oh, E from it's been an eventful evening thus far. It's only going to get more eventful as we go forward. In the final hour of the show, next hour, I always look forward to this. The nicknames of a particular conference, as if it's a real, tangible thing, if it shows up in your living room, what's the fiercest nickname? I believe we are doing the Mountain West Conference this evening. The Mountain West.
2: And I know that's near and dear to your heart. Very. Yeah. Near and dear to my heart.
3: Now you're not gonna prop up the Aztecs just because you happen to be one,
2: are you? Let's wait till we get to the okay. segment, please. Okay. 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 We'll see how that goes. Do you wanna do it now or do you wanna nope. wait till we get to the segment? We'll wait. We'll okay. wait It'll Thank be in an you. hour
3: and fifteen minutes. Thank so you. So everybody set your watches, your clocks accordingly. For that that is appointment radio right there. They are people they can be reasoned with. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> but we'll see if you have <laughs> flipped the script here with your precious Aztecs. As one of the nicknames this evening. I want to hit on this, Ephraim, because we got all kinds of stuff to get to. Alabama, they rolled again today, shutting out Mississippi State, back-to-back shutouts for Roll Tide Roll. I just started thinking about this. I think they're overrated right now. And so the question becomes, can the best team, clearly it's Alabama, still be overrated? And I say they can, because you knew it was clockwork every single year. You're going to have to put up with those mindless conversations. Hey, hey, can Bama take down the Raiders? It's like, no, no, they can't at all. No,
2: they cannot. Bama couldn't beat the Browns.
3: That's right. They couldn't. Vegas actually set a line. If it was Bama versus the Buffalo Bills, they've got the Bills as minus 28 and a half. (laughs) What? What? Yeah, they're four touchdown favorites plus the hook which I love that was a great little added bonus right
2: plus there Plus the hook
3: yeah if it was bills versus Bama and the bills were minus 28 and a half which way are
2: you betting uh I'm going um I'm going with the bills absolutely I'm going with the bills take that yeah
3: that's like Vegas saying here here buy some presents on us you know it's like here, you want an extra some spending cash. Here, here you go. I will you know? tell
2: you this: Alabama has a big game next week. They do have a big game. Hope they didn't over. Obviously, they didn't overlook uh Mississippi State because next week, huge game. Well, they definitely didn't overlook
3: them because they shut them out.
2: Mm. Next week, yeah. huge game. Nothing says a you know impact week. 11 like listen to you listen the to the citadel
3: i thought you were talking about you know the big game against auburn no 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 no, no
2: no no. i'm talking about thought you're talking the iron citadel Ball. no
3: no you're just talking trash about the citadel and that i i agree with you in terms of these type of layups come on man you it's can't, embarrassing this late
2: in the season are we
3: still doing that it's embarrassing that the sec or a power five conference is playing fcs layups
2: right Should in week happening. 11 yeah you can't do. You just padding your stick. Come on, man. I,
3: right, but here's the deal: it shouldn't only be about that. When you shut out LSU, when you shut out Mississippi State, so I don't want it to hover around just that. Fair?
2: Yeah, they had a weak schedule this year. A Come week. on,
3: man. Come on. You think that going to LSU and winning twenty nine to nothing is just like? that's uh, a. Layup. When's the anybody last anybody time
2: LSU that? beat Alabama?
3: It's been a little bit.
2: Okay. Just...
3: But you you're telling me that's not impressive at all, Alabama going on the road, beating the number three team in the country at the time, 29, nothing Not no. impressive at all. You're telling me that if UCF went into LSU and won 29 to nothing, you'd be like, eh, anybody can do that. Eh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, you would come in here and we would do three straight hours of how people died it, <laughs> doubted the mighty UCF Knights.
2: Speaking of UCF Knights, uh, did they win today? Yeah,
3: in unimpressive fashion. Nah, it doesn't Navy. matter. No, doesn't no, no, matter. No, 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 no.
2: Here's doesn't the thing,
3: matter. Ephraim. Here's the thing. It matters in a huge way. When
2: they put all the reserves in in the fourth quarter and give up 14 no, points. No, 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 is no, that was no, no. that what you're talking about? No, no, no.
3: Here's the thing, man. Okay. And I think even though you've got UCF night underwear on <laughs> and rooting for the little guys. Go Knights. Yeah. I really think if you put the rooting interest to the side. Yeah. I do think you'll believe me on this. I think you're on my side. There is no other team in the nation that needs style points more than UCF.
2: I agree with you 100%. They should have beat Navy by a 1,000.
3: Because that's the only way to get people to give them some respect. They've got too weak of a schedule. They can't be beating Navy 35 to 24. That's going to cause people to look and be like, yeah, that's impressive. You got to win by five, six touchdowns. Seriously. And they're not doing that.
2: So that I'll give you. OK, we yeah. agree on that aspect of it. But the and fact is,
1: CF related,
2: there's still man. nine and oh. Yeah. The longest winning streak in the nation.
1: Defending oh. champions. Defending
2: oh. champions.
1: Oh. oh, man. Sorry. I, I zoned off there for
3: Thank a second. Thank you, Papa Bear. Yeah. Zoned haters, off for a haters second. Haters gonna hate. I mean, realists gonna be realists.
2: That's the <laughs> that's, real. That's not, that's that's not actually... <laughs> That's Realist gonna reel on that, you over that's here. Not, yeah. That's not actual saying right there. That's
3: well, I'm just making it one.
2: Yeah, that's that. Uh, no, that's not catchy. I don't think Realist that was gonna catch gonna on. real
3: No, no, wait. Let's hip it. Let's make it hipper here. is gone real. Yeah, yeah. It's not gun. It's gone real. No, yeah. that's not hip.
2: I'm, either it's hipper. So it's not it's hipper. Hipper.
3: It's hipper than it was.
2: <laughs> Garbage.
3: But here, here's the thing. I think I can make another UCF point, Ephraim, and. I want to call my shot, but I think there's a possibility you'll agree with this one as well. If you look at UCF's schedule, okay, it's not impressive. And the way I know that is, in all honesty, think of it this way, Ephraim. You've got teams with one loss ahead of UCF because they play a better schedule. They have a tougher road. If, let's walk down this road for a second. If UCF drops one game, you know that they would drop like a rock in the rankings.
2: <laughs> they'd be at 50th.
3: Exact. Now, why would that be? Because their schedule sucks. That's the indication. That's all you need to know. If it was a good schedule and they lost the game, they'd be up there with these other team that have one loss or these other teams that even have two losses. LSU has two losses. They're ahead of UCF.
2: Well, this is what I'll say. Okay. Kentucky okay. has to get out of there. They're out. Right? Yeah. Let's see. Man, Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. If you're
3: UCF, you're rooting for anybody, anybody ranked ahead of you. Just lose. Anybody. Lose. somehow Lose. So they're sitting there watching Mike Gundy and Oklahoma State go for two, not get it, and they're like, no. Oh, no.
2: Come on. <laughs> Help us out. Right. Are you with me on that? Rooting for Arkansas right now against LSU who's down uh LSU's up 14-3. You with me on the schedule I'm, thing, you from? Schedule thing is okay. It just, it is what it is. All they can do is play the people they're playing. Okay, but you just and said they, it. And they're beating everybody though. It, but if they So that you have to you game. have to hold that and into they got two big games coming up against an 8-1 Cincinnati team and a 7-2 uh um South Florida, South Florida team. Yeah, those those are good teams. They both have been ranked in oh, the top twenty-five.
3: They're highly formidable.
2: So you finish those two out, and you go eleven and zero, and then you you mean to tell me you still can't be in the top ten? Still?
3: Uh, they at that point they will. They'll sneak in there because you're gonna have a couple of upset losses, and that's all they they're gonna get to the top ten based on charity. And really? how, do
2: you, how far do you think they'll finish? Where How far do you think they'll rise? Where do you think they peak at? I think
3: that they peak if they go in the top 10. They peak in the top 10.
2: Yeah, where in the top 10, though?
3: Um, I will give them, man, there's a lot of ball left to be played. A lot of
2: ball left to be played.
3: I like Michigan to beat Ohio State. I do, too. West Virginia plays Oklahoma. The loser will most likely drop below them. Mm-hmm. I will say they peak well. I, you know, here's the thing, man. UCF isn't that good. That's the other thing that we're overlooking here. It's, it's not a guarantee that they're going to beat Cincinnati.
2: Right. I mean, those, these are two tough for for uh, formidable games for them.
3: For them. Yes. Yeah. 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 Not it for Bama. Not for Clemson. Not for someone who's actually good.
2: Only. Let's see if Bama schedules them uh, in September next year. Let's see if they want to walk down that. Let's see if they want to walk down that ga that you know gauntlet. What, you know what?
3: They could replace their game with the Citadel and just have UCF slide right in there. It they would not the do same that. Thing.
2: They they wouldn't do that. I promise Very you, similar, they wouldn't.
3: Virtually the same thing. Over no. there, not much difference. Uh, yeah,
2: because if they lost to UCF next week, then they would find themselves outside of the top four. I will say. Would you agree with that? What's that? If they lost, if Alabama lost to UCF next week, they would find themselves, even though they are one lost team, they would find themselves outside of the top four. 100%. Yeah, yeah
3: I would say yes. Yeah, I would say yes. So what?
2: Yeah, but that's but, why they're not taking no type of chances. No, They'll play not. the Citadel no. in week 11.
3: No. They're going to rest. They're going to Louisiana. rest, they going rest everyone
2: State. before the Iron Bowl. Right. Guys aren't going to play.
3: I love this whole completely false narrative of everybody in college football is scared to death of UCF. <laughs> That's the only
2: the narrative I can bunch push
1: of garbage is the,
2: the only narrative I can push, man. <laughs> Everybody's right?
1: scared to death of the night
2: shaking Knights. in their boots.
3: Oh, my gosh. But we can agree on this. They need
2: style points. Yes, they do. In a big time way. See that we agree on something.
3: You know what? We could end it on that note. I think that's the kumbaya moment we were waiting for. <laughs> uh, it's Brian. No, Andy from Salam. We're coming to you from the Geico studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Okay. Coming up next from the Geico studios. I want to get to this. Ephraim. I want to get your take on this. It was a, a huge talking point from the Thursday night, Thursday night game and how it could impact the NFL from this point forward. Something that Eric Reed was talking about. You want to stay tuned for it. I'm Brian Ngo. He's Easy from Salaam this is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No. Easy e from Salaam. Here on Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Geico Studios. We're also brought to you by Discover Card treat you like you'd treat you. E from my left eye. I want to scratch it out. My goodness, it is itching like I crazy. I told you over how to here. solve
2: the problem, man. I told you what to do.
3: I don't have a lighter here. I'm not going to burn my my eye off. Okay? No, I'm not going to do that. I don't have a fire extinguisher, like you said. You know? No, you didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's then a lost cause.
2: Stop cost. crying. Okay? I'm not
3: crying about it. I'm just telling you the itches. Am I not allowed to say my eye itches? Sounds a little whiny. Really? I'm just making conversation over here, Ephraim. Okay. Goodness. Man. Man. No sympathy from the crew over here. Nope. You got sympathy for UCF's. Yep. Terrible schedule, but no sympathy for me.
1: UCF stand up!
3: (laughs) You should hear Papa Bear carrying on in a commercial break. He has said UCF stand up a good 25 times to me tonight in commercial breaks. Ephraim. this is what I'm dealing with over here. <laughs> My goodness. Um, I want to get to this with Eric Reed. He's the safety for the Carolina Panthers. Uh-huh. And he was ejected from the game on Thursday night. He had a hit on Big Ben. As you well know, Ephraim. Big Ben was sliding feet first. He slid very late and Eric Reed accidentally hit him with the forearm hit him in the head and Eric Reed was ejected and so one of the things Eric Reed said after the game really stood out and i think it's not just to go back and talk about a thursday night game it's he made a good point and could this be factored in going forward when we're talking about football in general especially the nfl he said this quote if anything there should be more focus on getting down earlier so it wouldn't have to be close. I'm running full speed. I'm just trying to do my job, end quote. So he's talking about Big Ben or any quarterback waiting until the last nanosecond to slide feet first. You're going full bore as a defensive guy. It's hard to not accidentally hit him in the head or somewhere that you shouldn't hit him at. He's got a legitimate point there.
2: Yeah, he does. But <clears throat> when you look at that play and Ben Ben Roethlisberger begins to slide and go down, uh, Eric Reed hit him, right? Yep. So when you see a player going down and he's a quarterback, not any other position, but a quarterback, you have to decide at that moment whether you're going to go down as well, mm-hmm. which he did, meaning he had time not to go down. Once he noticed – because if Ben Roethlisberger's is just still up and running and didn't slide at all – He's not going to dive on the ground like he did to tackle Ben. Is that a, uh, an accurate assessment in your mind? Like if Big Ben I, I, is running you know, up upright yeah. and running through there and he's coming from the left, yeah. he's not going to dive down on the ground to tackle Ben Roethlisberger. I, I would say this. He is a hard-hitting safety right. who would level Ben Roethlisberger. Here, here's right? the thing. Wait, wait, honesty, let me finish. Let me okay, finish. I was just going to answer your question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
3: I think that he would have gone low, but not that low. Okay, that's
2: good. So when you go that low and you hit a person when their back is on the ground, then you intentionally went – it's impossible to go that low any other time. So you know that. In your mind, you know if he goes down, then you have the opportunity and the ability to stop yourself from going down with him. And he didn't. He chose to continue to go down – Throw the forearm at the head area, which you can't do. So he deserved to be ejected. In my mind, you have to stop yourself. It's not like, oh, well, he was running and I didn't know if he was going down. You knew he was going down because you made your body go down, right? So if you didn't know he was going down, how could you possibly make your body go down?
3: I think this, where I wish I could take another play where we all saw it, but I, I randomly saw a game today where it was the Cougs taking on Colorado. And I'll just explain it so, you know, anybody who didn't see it were at least on the same page, where a Colorado middle linebacker, he got ejected for targeting. And Gardner Minshew, the Washington State quarterback, he was going down very late. And so the Colorado player had already committed, and it was Minshew, he kind of ducked his helmet, and it was helmet to helmet, he gets the gate. I hate stuff like that. There are times where if you move your body as the offensive player so late, you can't change your path as a defensive guy. I hear everything you're saying as it relates to Eric Reed. I just think he's got a point. If you're going to slide at the last nanosecond, that should be taken into account if you accidentally hit someone in the head. And it just isn't. Now, I know this, Ephraim. It's not going to happen. There's no way the NFL is going to come out and say, hey. Bullet point here, if you slide really late, then if you get hit in the head quarterback, tough noogies, that's on you and your late slide. I know this isn't going to happen, but Eric Reed absolutely has a point there.
2: Yeah, but the fact of the matter is you still can't target the head whether someone slides or not. Right? So if you dive at a player and you send a forearm shiver to their head, you can't hit a player in the head like that. So whether he slid early or late, or no matter what that is, he still targeted his head, but you, which is not—that's uh, against the rules. It, I, I yeah, I hear you. Right. I just, I just don't think that's what happened. Oh, it's definitely what happened.
3: I, I don't think that he meant to. Why would you uh, mean to hit a, a quarterback in the head, knowing that you're going to get penalized? Have
2: you watched the NFL or football?
3: It's it's a it's a different day and age. Yeah, right but
2: now. you're not thinking I'm gonna get fine for this. They're not going into this like, oh, I'm about to hit him in the head. I'm about to get fined. They're thinking, oh, he's going to get down. Oh, I'm going to make him get down. Right? Oh, he's going to start the slide. He going to start the slide late. I'm going to make him pay for it. Right? Which is the opposite of what the NFL wants to happen. If he would have hit him anywhere else on the body other than sending a forearm shiver over the top of his head then okay, but he targeted that area. He'd still get
3: penalized.
2: But he Even targeted he, he. But he targeted the head. It, you have to actually, in order to hit someone in the head, you actually have no, to target it. No, no. You know as well as I'm I. I'm talking do, about on true. that play, on yeah. that play, not There's... on a, a majority of plays, but on that play, it was egregious. And when I saw it, I was like, "Come on, man!" Because that could have been re- That could have been. A, that could have been really bad. It
3: could have been. Yeah, but right. I, I just it makes no sense to intentionally do that i don't think you can look at that play and say he intentionally meant to hit his head he went over to big ben and was like dude didn't mean to why do you think big ben gave him the benefit of the doubt just
2: because you tell somebody you didn't mean to do something that doesn't mean it's okay. true you know all, that right, right. Yeah. like when you but why would big ben if you ever cheat on him... your girlfriend you would be like you know i didn't really, i didn't mean stop. to stop that's not even close but i'm to just the... but i'm saying like that's such no, i'm come i'm on, using it's... it for the facts that if you <laughs> so, if someone tells you they didn't mean to do something that doesn't make Everne. it gospel that Everne. doesn't make okay. it true right.
3: we'll use
1: your, your example your honor
2: man. i didn't mean no, 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 to listen, i didn't listen, listen, look, listen. look I, he fell look. on my knife no, your honor no, 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 i didn't no, no, mean listen. i mean okay, we'll six or seven reason. times he got up and Stop. fell down and got listen. up and fell down i i, here, I was here, trying here. to move my knife away here. from his body my goodness you are on a tangent
3: over here here i'll use your example here okay go ahead all right if you accidentally in your interpretation you know in your explanations i accidentally cheated on you my girlfriend she's not going to dap you up and be like yeah it probably was a mistake right that's what big ben did to eric reed
2: yeah in that instance it's a i forgive you you can stay that's what the dap up is called it's the not it's not a dap up it's yeah. a you're still allowed to sleep in our room and yeah. we're still together <laughs> no, and that no, happens no, no. every single day no, no. that happens the- every single day. The dap up Didn't you Big get ben. dapped up when you cheated on your girlfriend? I have not cheated. You've no. never cheated. No, I now have not. We, now we lying. Now what, I, why, I thought this, was, what, I thought this was, <laughs> was I thought this was Why am I a liar? I did, thought this was this this is at, no point, out of control at no point in your dating life, high school, junior high, whenever it was, did you ever cheat on a girlfriend? No. Liar!
3: I am not, I am not lying.
2: <laughs> I have not. That has not happened. I'm telling uh, you the truth. But the well, the dap with Big Ben. Oh, okay. All right. I'm gonna believe you. <laughs> oh, well, well, I, well, how come you can't I just said I didn't I didn't do it. Uh uh-huh. so you uh-huh. should believe me, right? Just like Eric Reed said he didn't mean to do it. We gotta think of a
3: new nickname for you. How about Ephraim cheating Salam? What do you think about no, that? No, man, I'm not
2: a cheater. <laughs> no
3: no, oh no, not
2: Ephraim. I'm not a cheater.
3: Okay. Here's the thing. This has gone the scenic crowd over here. The reason that Big Ben went over and said, "All right, I'll dap you up, Eric Reed," is because he knows that happened in a split second.
2: Yeah, he knows he was about. You talking about Big Ben? Why he went over there, or why Eric went to Big Ben? Why Big Ben accepted Eric Reed's apology? Yeah, because he's he's not tripping. He wasn't hurt or anything. He's just like, yeah. "All right, yeah, that's cool. You dap me up, I dap you up. We still beating y'all by fifty, so we're gonna <laughs> keep it pushing, right?" Right. Yeah, but and, guess what? Guess what the NFL is not going to do? Rescind the fine or reduce oh, it. Oh, no,
3: no, no. Yeah,
2: no. Right? No, Because they're the going to determine it. Happen. They're going to determine they're going to slow it down far greater than we we have access to. Oh, yeah. And they're going to watch it from the moment the slide initiated, how many steps Eric Reed took after, how his body right. start to angle and position, and what he did prior and d- during and after contact. That's what they're going to do.
3: They are. And look, I agree with the ruling because the stage of the game, it's 38 to 14. No need for it. No need for it. And it's very similar to the roughing the passer penalties at the beginning of the year. They're trying to set a tone. They're trying to establish what's allowable, what isn't. And Eric Reed even said it after the game. He said, I didn't even know you could be ejected in exactly.
2: the NFL. See, and that's the first time. Um, Well, this year will be the first time guys are being ejected for those egregious hits. And guess what? It's going to pay dividends in the long run. Because we're going to teach the kids and these players not to do it and it won't be part of the game anymore. Just like head slap. The great Deacon Jones used to wreak havoc on offensive tackles with the head slap. They take that big paw And slap it right on the outside of that that helmet on that right over that ear, your head be ringing for a week. (laughs) There's no way you can block somebody who head slaps you and then arm (laughs) overs you. Like it was, it was unreal. You talking about a concussion, Uh, right? But for years it was legal, and then the NFL was like, "Yeah, you can't do that." And yeah, guys got caught after the rule was implemented, right? But then it went away, just like this situation, it will go away. And in 10 years, 20 years from now, it won't even be part of the game at all. And I think that the roughing the passer penalties, when you're specifically falling
3: on top of a quarterback, I think especially early in the year, it went above and beyond. Just to prove a point, the positive aspect is you don't see it as much.
2: You don't see it.
3: You don't. It wasn't to the same degree, right? You know, it's not to the same degree anymore, by the way. Someone who always keeps it to the same degree, which is 100. It's our guy, Steve DeSegre. Oh, my Sager.
2: God.
4: <laughs> Fine, I'll take it. Sure, good. We'll get to college football in a moment. There is a big NBA deal to mention that Minnesota is trading Jimmy Butler to Philadelphia for three players and a second rounder. And Golden State trying to go to 11-2 and does not have the injured Steph Curry tonight, but Quinn Cook has 19 points in the first half. Warriors up late second quarter, 61-53 over the Nets. Cleveland, with a 1-10 record, is winning late third quarter at Chicago, 70. 70- to 66. Victories today for Toronto, which is 12-1, and for the Clippers, who in overtime on a late bucket beat Milwaukee. Well, online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car-buying experience. In college football today, number one Alabama shut out, 16th-ranked Mississippi State, 24 to nothing, and currently number two Clemson is leading just 13-7 at Boston College, which is ranked 17 in the country that has about three minutes to go in the first half. Halftime at number three, Notre Dame Irish, 32 to six over Florida State. Backup quarterback, ex-starter Brandon Wimbush, with three touchdown passes in the first half. Late third quarter at number five, Georgia, It's still 20 to 10 Bulldogs over Auburn. They've about to start the third quarter on Fox TV with 19th-ranked Texas ahead 17-10 to at Texas Tech. One other game early third quarter. Number 7 LSU leads 14-3 at Arkansas. A game on Pac-12 Network, so I'm guessing nobody saw it. Utah came back <laughs> late and beat Oregon 32-25. I saw it, Steve. Oh, I had congratulations. The I had the under, and I'll have a full-page report after your update. Thank you very much. Miami Hurricanes might be going to 5-5 five and five on the season They're Losing to start the fourth quarter at Georgia Tech, 27 to 14. Now Central Florida won again. UCF ranked 12th, beat Navy 35 to 24. UCF said <laughs> no! Thank you. UCF <laughs> led late first half, 21 nothing. <laughs> Central Florida's final two regular season games are against Cincinnati, which is eight and one, and at South Florida, which is seven and two. Those two clubs are playing each other right now. Starting the fourth quarter, Cincinnati at home leads 35-23 over the South Florida Bulls. Also in the American, Houston, with a 7-2 and record, is losing at home to Temple mid-third quarter. Those 40, 42 to 42-28, Temple outs. already. And finally, NFL notes as the Steelers, according to NFL Network, are not expecting running back Le'Veon Bell to play for them this year. Mm. 49ers wide receiver Pierre Garçon will miss the Monday night game against the Giants. Uh, with a knee injury. Air quality is poor in the Bay Area due to the wildfires and in parts of L.A. as well. The Rams moved practice to USC today, canceled yesterday's practice in Thousand Oaks near the center of the fires. About 45 Ram staffers were affected by all the evacuations in the L.A. area yesterday. The team I've read is covering all the evacuation expenses for them. The Rams are playing downtown L.A. tomorrow at the Coliseum hosting Seattle. L.A. Chargers are up in the Bay Area at Oakland. Those games are also Still on at last report. By the way, in a week, that Monday night football matchup in Mexico City, Rams Chiefs and the field at Azteca Stadium was just destroyed by a concert on Wednesday. Not completely, but it's not in great shape. I saw clips of a soccer match there at Azteca today. Not good. I'm sure the NFL is also (laughs) not happy. Goodness, by a concert, you said? Correct. I don't know who, but yeah, it, it didn't look good. A bit patchy. I'm curious who it was, man. I wonder, as they say in artist... Spanish, no, say, sé. no, say, sé. <laughs>
3: <laughs> porque, no. uh, I wonder which American artists, you know, lead to concert venues being destroyed the most, you know, I would love a
2: breakdown of that. Get on it, Lee. <laughs> Yeah,
4: (laughs) by genre. It wasn't quite as bad as that field. Remember with Shea Stadium after the Mets clinched in the 80s where it was so torn up, they didn't know if they'd actually have a playoff game there the next few days. There was a story this year. I think it was South Carolina. And I want to say it was
3: a Jay-Z concert. And they prepared for it, and somehow the field got destroyed. And it was Jay-Z's people, like the concert whatever people, they paid the bill. The bill was like $150,000. Mm.
4: They're like, yeah, here you
3: go. Well, where happens, this, like-
4: <laughs> this Rams-Chiefs game, where it's going to be in Mexico City, they put in a new hybrid field during this year, late summer, and it didn't have time to take because they have 50 events scheduled for the rest of the year. So then you throw the concert on top of it. It's just not in great shape. I'm very curious to see in eight days
2: what the NFL is going to do with that. They will change that venue. They, they gotta don't get
3: the old school. Remember, what was it? George Toma? Oh, yeah. Him? yeah. Was that the guy's name? Kansas Steve? City, sure. Yeah. Do you remember that guy, Ephraim? He was uh, like the turf. I remember
4: John the Madden. The doctor, yeah. yeah, yeah. The you turf, remember the The, turf doctor. the 49ers yeah. NFC Championship yes. game. The field was so bad, and they put a complete green right. strip down the center of the field That's for exactly one game. Right,
3: for the Against the Cowboys. Yeah. And John Madden, the way he talked about Brett Favre was the way he was talking about Toma. He was like, this guy, look at this. Look at the field on the outside. By the numbers, is terrible. and shredded. But Toba in the middle of the field.
4: You're right. great. Caliendo needed to add that to his repertoire.
3: Yeah, he should have done that. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I think this could be a new segment on the show, Ephraim. I think it would be me just, like, getting things off of my chest as if you might be the therapist, you know? We could call it, like, Ephraim's couch.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I got a couple of things I'm going to get off my chest here and see what advice you give me. Okay? You want to do that?
2: Yes. Lay down and relax myself. Okay. Thank you.
3: <laughs> All right. So the deal was I had a few vested interests on this Oregon-Utah under today. I see. Okay? Okay Mm a couple of parlays under 51, a couple of teasers under 58. So we're in the fourth quarter. Things are going okay. Utah's punting deep in their own territory. Mm,
2: A punt, okay.
3: And this jackass punter, he rolls out to the right. You know how they do the rugby-style punts where they just buy time and just kind of roll out, and then they punt the football? Yes. He waited to the point where... An Oregon player just blocked it. (laughs)
2: Mm.
3: And Oregon got possession at about the three-yard line, punched it in for a score. Long story short, there go the parlays. The teaser's still alive by a whisker. Total score was 57. The teaser was at 58. So not a complete lost cause, but...
2: All right, so um,
3: how did that make you feel?
2: I I noticed you used the term when describing a player who did something wrong. You used the A word.
3: Yeah, I did... (laughs) that's right it made me angry it, it made, made you me angry.
2: angry and to deal with your angry with your anger what are some of the things that you did at that moment i um
3: because i was on the air i couldn't say anything
2: oh so you repressed it
3: yes i repressed it
2: and that's you exactly pushed right. it deep down yeah and now emotionally you're mm-hmm. just piling things on top of it yeah yeah to not let it come out that's right. Now, in your opinion, would that ever manifest itself <laughs> later on this I, evening?
3: I, I doubt it. I doubt it because mm. I think I'm over
2: it now. Well, I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> there, there's several things that I'd like to recommend to you. Uh, number one, stop gambling. So <laughs> I thought you might go with okay. that. Doc, Num- yeah. Number two, uh-huh. although it may be difficult to stop, Limit yourself, all right. Limit uh-huh. yourself in the action that you're taking on, all right. Now, do you do the same with NFL games? Oh, I've been known. I have okay. been known. so here, let's pick one or the other. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. NFL I don't or know, college? Doc. I don't know. We have like to start to somewhere.
3: <laughs> it sounds like crazy it's talk. It's not me. crazy talk,
2: Brian. It's I- not.
3: I think I just got to handle it like an adult if it doesn't go my way, you know? I think that's what I really need with to do. With anger
2: and, and and
3: No, 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 no. no. Violence. With no anger, with no violence, just, hey, you know what's going to happen? Sometimes it doesn't go your way.
2: Just deal with it like a grown-up. Yeah, but you're not addressing the actual <laughs> problem, Brian. You're I, pacifying I, yourself. I'll be okay, Doc. How much is this costing me, by the way? I charge thirty-two hundred dollars an hour. <laughs>
3: Sorry, your checks in the mail, man. I have to ask you a little bit later about the big three pool that we are actually in together. Yes, I've got a question for I'm you.
2: Cooking right now.
3: Yes, I got a question for you coming up, and also this from the Geico Studios. You want to talk about bad luck? It's going to be hard to top this sports story. I'm Brian. No, he's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian. No, he is Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance? Means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. How about this, Ephraim? You got Clemson only up 13 to seven at half halftime against Boston College. Not blowing them out at all. Come on, BC. <laughs> it doesn't matter it, in terms of UCF. It's not going to matter in terms of that. Clemson's going to have to drop. They'll probably have to lose out to be below UCF.
2: UCF stand up! (laughs) Come on, BC. (laughs) Come on, Auburn.
3: By the way, Ephraim, do you think that Clemson has a realistic shot to take down Bama or anybody has a realistic shot to take them down?
2: Uh, You know, you can sit here and say, no, not really. But... As you know, and you've been doing this a long time, you've seen a lot of stuff that shouldn't have happened happen. You never know, man. You catch him on that day, yeah. yeah. And hell, look what the, the the national championship game last year, right? Georgia had him on the ropes. I mean, beyond the ropes, they were hanging out of the ropes, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, they were punched drunk, and an adjustment here and there, and everything changed. So, yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. I
3: I completely agree with you, man. I think that Clemson, although they're struggling right now against Boston College, to say that they have no chance whatsoever against Bama, to me, is just crazy. You look at their front four, it's littered with first-round picks. And Trevor Lawrence is a quarterback that he can sling it, man. He throws absolute missiles. And I think that you would have to give him a chance. Really, if they met Next week on a neutral field, Bama wouldn't be favored by double digits. They wouldn't be like two, three touchdown favorites. You're talking about maybe seven points, maybe on a neutral field. And would you bet on that? (laughs) Brian, I'm not discussing betting with you because you paint me out to be a degenerate that's going to be broke and like on the sidewalk with no clothes on very soon.
2: (laughs) What if I don't paint you out to be that? What if you paint you out to be that?
3: I here's the thing there's no way I've painted myself out to be that way hmm. I said I had a couple of parlays on hmm. the under
2: no we're just talking about today but this has been a lifetime thing with you hasn't it bro
3: we need to make sure that um, e from the therapist just no longer is on the show you know what I'm saying we need to just x nay on the e from a when it comes to that you're still on the clock bro yeah <laughs> I'm going to change the subject and go with this for you. E from Salam. Des Bryant.
2: Ugh. When you
3: talk about just a heartbreaker, we're talking in a sports Man. context here. because There's been some crazy things, as you well know, in California with the shootings this
2: week. Oh, and the fight. It's just It's, it's been a tough one for California.
3: Absolutely. So I'm not expanding it beyond sports. I'm just keeping it within sports. To have Des Bryant not be on a team for half the season for him to finally get a chance with the Saints where he sets up in a perfect scenario. I compared it to Boogie Cousins with the Warriors where you play half the year, you're surrounded by great talent, you're going to be able to shine individually, and you're going to be in a great position going forward should you go to another team. That's where Des Bryant was. You know Drew Brees would get him the football.
2: Oh, all day long. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And the second practice, torn Achilles, done for the year. That is brutal, man. That is.
2: uh that is, and, it, and and it's sad, man. And um, people don't really know the emotions that players deal with when you're physically injured. Yeah. On top of when and how, right? So all those things you mentioned, him feeling. You know, a certain way about being released by the Cowboys, someone he gave us all to. Uh, the, the naysayers about him ever playing again are, are being of value. And then to get to a team like the Saints, who has arguably v- the top three greatest quarterback ever to play in the history of the world, yep. throwing you passes. Uh, it sets everything up for you. And then you, you hurt yourself for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, two things can happen. Either he can grow stronger from this and come back better and hopefully the Saints will feel good enough to where they would like to bring him back and give him an opportunity next year or you can go the other way. The woe is me. It's over for me. Sure. And this be the ending of your career.
3: Yeah. I hope he takes option number one but the sad thing is at this stage, he was, what, 30 years old?
2: Yeah. Coming just, off we, a torn Achilles. Which is not old. I mean, we just saw Richard Sherman do it, so.
3: Yeah, but it, Richard Sherman doesn't look like Richard Sherman either,
2: you know? He doesn't, but he's playing. You, he that's is. what I mean. He's playing. He is. but Now, you could be a, rese- a, a possession receiver. You, you know. can, but
3: I'm not trying to go the woe is me route. I'm just looking at it from where it could have been. It was right there for him. He's healthy. He's playing for the Saints. Yeah, he's right there.
2: Everything everything you
3: wanted. Yeah, he might not be a Saint. He's not going to be the same guy coming off a major injury. Who knows what team he's going to get a shot with. It just sucks, man. I'm rooting for him. I hope it works out because that is a tough blow, man. It really is. But that's sports. That's it.
2: That is sports.
3: And that's life, too. Doesn't always go your way. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Two monster sports stories both have us scratching our heads. That's on the way. Hang with us. You know, it is a fitting intro for our show, from with the bleeping kicker, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show. Yep. Man, that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, Oklahoma survives. Oklahoma State went for two with about a minute left in the game. Didn't get it and never got the ball again. Bleeping kickers. Yeah, the bleeping kicker earlier in the game for Oklahoma State missed an extra point, and that led to the one-point deficit at the end of the game and where the uh, where Oklahoma State just tried to go for it, and it didn't work out. And that's how they lost the game against a number six team in the country. Bedlam, by the way, Oklahoma has boat raced Oklahoma State numerous times, and to be that close in their own building – and have a kicker miss an extra point. And that was a major, major reason you lost. That's as bad as it gets?
2: Yes, it is. There's a lot of people in uh, Oklahoma City, uh, they understand exactly uh, my sentiment when it comes to kickers and how hard I am on them. I get it all the time. Oh, you're too hard on kickers. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, man, it's nothing like it. As a fan, you hate it. But as a player, mm. it. It eats you from the inside out. It's so hard to deal with. It's difficult to deal with. It is, and so. It's like. You, you, you know, you just really want to. You want to flip him outside the bus, right? <laughs> right. Well, you strap him yeah. to the back door. Well, the thing is,
3: if this is a fifty-eight-yard field goal.
2: You okay, might shrug right.
3: your shoulders and You're say, like, "Okay, ah, that's a lot to ask." You know, yeah,
2: hell of a try.
3: Right, but if it's a chip shot, extra point. We're talking a 19-yard extra point, and you don't make that. That's when you look sideways at someone. What would be the equivalent as a left tackle? This isn't trying to block. I don't know, say Von Miller or something right. like that. <laughs> you you
2: you uh you missed a block on uh Joshua Mikowski.
3: right <laughs> right or right. something stupid you were
2: for to end the game sack yeah. strip fumble yeah. they scoop and score it right you were, you were it-
3: 20 yards downfield like as a pass blocker and that's what negates a penalty touchdown or something like
2: that right right
3: yeah that you'd have people looking sideways at you for that
2: Absolutely. that's the equivalent of
3: missing an extra point just can't happen man
2: Cannot happen. happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lonely place as a kicker who misses a big kick. (laughs) There isn't anything lonelier than that place on a football team, man. It just doesn't happen. By the way, these two monstrous stories that have us both scratching our heads. We got Le'Veon Bell and the Jimmy Butler trade. So if you start with, let's go with basketball here. If you go with the Jimmy Butler trade, What the T-Wolves got in exchange for Jimmy Butler is not an amazing haul whatsoever. You got Robert Covington, Dario Saric. You get Jared Bayless, who you might (laughs) waive, and a second-round pick in 2022. That isn't anything noteworthy at all. I would much rather have the four first-round picks from the Houston Rockets, Uh, even though he would stay in the Western Conference. Yeah, all day, all day. I think that's so overrated, Ephraim, which is taking a star player and trading him to the opposite conference. If you get such a worse return on that trade, what's the point? <laughs> like, really?
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's just like, we don't want him to be in our conference, so we're going to trade him for a gas card and yeah. three sack lunches. Right. Opposed to a Maserati. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's not like just What? Yeah, it's not just the Timberwolves against the Rockets. It's the Timberwolves against everybody else in the West. I would much rather have Jimmy Butler with the Rockets and get a much better get much better value on that trade because that's going to set you up better in the long run against not just the Rockets, everybody else that you're competing against.
2: Yeah, I mean, you look at 76ers, they got to steal
3: Oh, I love this you from know? their standpoint.
2: Yeah, they went into the bank and held it up without even a gun or a mask. Oof. they were just like, "Hey, give me the money, please." <laughs> and they walked out of there with all the money. I don't even know if they went with "please" this, on that one. No, just to be courteous. Okay. Just to just to make it just to make the teller go. You know what? He was nice. <laughs> Maybe that's what did it for Minnesota because they're nice up there. They're nice, you know. I mean, come on. They said,
3: please. What are we going to do?
2: Can't argue with them. They said, please.
3: We got a tweet here from, uh, pardon me if I don't pronounce this right, Moulton Hawk. I think that's what it is. Listen to this, Ephraim. See if you agree or not. Tweets in, the Sixers-Wolves trade is not such a steal as you think. They gave up two starters for one. (laughs) Sarich is a good player, too. Jimmy is on limited minutes and who knows if he stays in Philly and he's due huge money. Wolves did fine. Not counting that crazy rockets deal. I I give you the floor.
2: Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. No. Um, Yeah. Two starters in the NBA. Doesn't equate. Doesn't equate an all-star. Right. right. There's. Everybody on, who starts in the NBA, they aren't all-stars. Right. And that's the difference. You can be a starter and average six points and four assists a game. Alonzo Ball is a starter. Right? That's right, yeah. So, not all
3: starters are equal. Not all starters
2: <laughs> are equal by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no. So with that sentiment, it doesn't make sense because you have a bona fide score. Like, he's a all-star.
3: And defender.
2: His name is Jimmy Buckets. Yep, right for a reason. No one who went to Minnesota had a nickname. You need a nickname, all right. You need the nick. <laughs> if you want to trade for a guy with a nickname, I need a guy <laughs> with a nickname.
3: There's no. That no is nickname, my rule. No nickname for Saric. Nothing for Robert Covington. Certainly nothing for the second round pick in 2022. That's not happening. That's a good way to think about it. If you deal a guy who's such a star, he's got a well-known nickname, you need a well-known
2: nickname in return. I like that. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> right? Yeah. That should be the guideline. That should be the rules. I think you're onto something with that, man. I'm just I'm making it real simple. Nickname you, for nickname. When you come to the table and like, "Hey, we want to trade for let's use Shaq. We want to trade for for the big guy who has a million nicknames, and you offer t- Tom Williamson and <laughs> James Wilkes. and No, I said, well, no, 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 Just get to the guy with the nickname. Oh, you don't have one? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. Well, well, We're not that's, taking
3: that. That's, that's not looking too great.
2: First round picks or nicknames? That's what I need.
3: I'm with you, man. I'm absolutely with you on that one. I'm Brian Noezy from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. The other story that has us scratching our heads. Le'Veon Bell. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Le'Veon Bell is not expected to report by the Tuesday deadline. And both you and I are looking at this and saying, if you report, you're due to earn $6 million. You're going to split time with James Connor. You get to be in a great situation in terms of having a legit offensive line, a chance to compete for a Super Bowl. It's not like all the wear and tear is going to accumulate and you're sacrificing this potential giant payday afterward. I don't know why you would sacrifice an entire season I fully expected him to be there before the Tuesday deadline. This is very surprising to me.
2: It is, and you know, you know. Hopefully, he knows what he's doing. He definitely has value uh, if he's allowed to be a free agent, which it looks like he will be next year. You know, I don't know if he'll get the deal he wants because he hasn't played in a year. So, if he was looking to maximize his value, to me, it would be to come and play these six games right mm-hmm. get value out of that not only that you make your make you know a million bucks. I mean six million bucks. you play these last six games and you hit the open market after showing people that you play you don't want it to be a question Wow, well right you know, no, I'm going to answer those questions these last six weeks. Hopefully we win a Super Bowl or getting deep into the playoffs. I do something special in those games, which I'm fully capable of. And then I'm gonna get paid. Right. Now I don't know if he's thinking I've been out so long, I don't want to come back. Injury, we just saw what happened to Des Bryant. Yeah. Right? So that also can be where his mindset is. I don't want to yeah. come in and hurt myself and devalue myself.
3: Yeah, I wonder that's a great question. I wonder if Des Bryant's injury has anything to do with Le'Veon's mindset. Looks like it right after the injury, all of a sudden he's not expected to report. Yeah. Right. It's quite the coincidence if it has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Makes sense to me. It does. But I think this also, you said it right there. There are going to be some second thoughts and some doubts about Le'Veon Bell if he doesn't play it down this year based on his next team and the deal that he gets. Right. Because they're going to look at this for two aspects. It's what you laid out with. Hey, man, we have, when's the last time we saw Le'Veon Bell? Does he still have it? Is he a different
2: running back in our system versus the Steelers' system? How much was it the system? Right. Because and, James, James Conner came right in and, and, yeah. and did the dang thing.
3: Right. So you're wondering if he's still the same guy after missing an entire year, and you're wondering, well, how valuable is he if James Conner is essentially – doing something similar production-wise as Le'Veon did there. So I I think it makes way more sense to come back, ball out, show that you're still special, split time with James Conner, and set yourself up for the future. Because, uh, like, let's play this out. Worst-case scenario, Le'Veon Bell is still a young guy. Yeah, 26 years old. Right. If he suffers a Des Bryant-like injury... I don't think that his value completely plummets where he's going to get this terrible contract. He'll have offer.
2: to do a one-year deal.
3: Right. Prove it deal.
2: Yeah. he have to do a one-year deal.
3: And it would be for a good amount of change.
2: Yeah, he'll make a chunk. He'll make about yeah. $10 million on that one-year deal.
3: Yeah. So even that would go against a reason he's, he's thinking about sitting out the entire year. I, I just don't think it makes any sense to set out an entire season, but we'll see if that's what he ends up doing. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, it is that time, Ephraim. It's time to break down the Mountain West based on nickname, as if it's a real, living, tangible thing that enters into your living room, which would cause the most fear and trepidation. Would it be your Aztecs or something else? We'll find out. I'm Brian No. He's E from Salaam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No. He is E from Salaam here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. Hey, become a new card member, and Discover Card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. All right, E from. It's, it's becoming my favorite portion of the program here. We look at a conference in college football. We take all of the nicknames and we rank them based on fear and ferocity. Yes. That's right. If it's a living, breathing, tangible thing that enters in your living room, which one of these nicknames causes the most fear? So we have picked... The Mountain West Conference this evening. Yes, we have. Near and dear to your heart. Near and dear to my heart. Former San Diego State Aztec. You from. Ephraim. Okay. So let's just start eliminating stuff, and we whittle it down as we do each week. We're going to start with the Aztecs. Did they make the first cut? Yes. <laughs> that was a quick yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's move on.
3: Okay. All right. Okay. Making the cut, Aztecs.
2: All right. Let's stick in the West Division. Okay. Bulldogs. <sighs> nah, Bulldogs are more lovable than anything else. You know yeah. What? Bulldogs. Yeah. Not pit bulls. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. My bad. My bad. Thank you. No, you're yeah, right.
1: No, you're right. right. You're right. My, right. Bad. <laughs> no,
2: my bad. My bad. My <laughs> bad. <laughs> he was like, okay.
3: what? Right? <laughs> okay. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Wolf Pack. Yes. Gotta make the first pack. Yeah. Wolf pack enters in your living room.
2: We got a situation. How about the Rainbow Warriors? No, I don't think any anything with the rainbow coming into your, your uh <laughs> your house is going to make you run for cover.
3: I would agree. Spartans.
2: No. 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 Oh come on. You know, you, know you
1: know what, you know what,
2: you know what, you know what, let's put the Spartans through.
3: Exactly. Wow, okay, all right. Just because you're being a homer.
2: Just just because. We'll put a Spartan there. through. We'll put, we'll put a Spartan through.
3: Okay, all right. Rebels. No. Why not?
2: A rebel? Yeah. Like Billy Idol? From the Rebel Army? You see like the uh, the logo? A red so, coat? A guy with a big mustache and a gun? We're doing a red coat? No. We're cool. No? No.
3: Okay. All right. Rebels don't make it. First cut. All right. We go to the Mountain Division of the Mountain West. Aggies. No. Nope. Aggies no, don't make it. No. Broncos.
2: No. Beautiful no. horse. Fun it to is. ride. Not very scary.
3: That's true. Rams.
2: Hmm. Now, an honorary ram That's put right. in your living room. Yeah. You don't would know what it's cause do. a little bit of trepidation. A little bit. A little bit.
3: First cut here.
2: First cut? Yeah, they make it.
3: They make it. All right. Colorado State Rams are in it. Air Force Falcons. No. No.
2: No. no. Somebody get need... that bird out of here.
3: Yeah. Who left the window open? Get it out. Wyoming Cowboys.
2: Absolutely not. Okay. Yippie no ki yay
0: Haven't you guys been playing Red Dead Redemption? That could be scary. <laughs> Red Dead, baby. And the last one, New Mexico Lobos.
2: Now, Lobos is a wolf. So, yes.
3: Got to make the first cut. Okay. So, we've whittled it down to five. There are five nicknames from the Mountain West Conference. If these entered your living room, what would cause the most fear and trepidation? We've got to whittle it from five to three. Okay. Okay?
2: Let's take Spartans out. Okay, if we're taking Spartans out, we're going to take Spartans out. Be next. First of all, yeah. let's just go through the list. I don't need you jumping ahead, okay?
0: okay? Okay. Well, you know what we always say is that they can be reasoned with. Right, right. They yeah. are I know, humans. I don't know if you could reason with a Spartan. I don't know if you've seen the movie 300. This is Sparta.
3: <laughs> We've got wolf pack, rams, lobos, and Aztecs. Now, a left.
2: single ram. Yeah. Right? A single Ram, Oh man. Listen although, to listen to what I'm saying, although uh-huh. it would cause some trepidation, eh, you know, it's a Ram, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Move some furniture in front of it, dodge it, so Ram's gotta go. <laughs> okay. Don't be laughing, man, okay? <laughs> I- I'm just trying to get the, the top three. Okay, so, so where, where are we at now? Go. We got Aztecs, Wolfpack, and Lobos. So we at the top three. You got Aztecs in the top three. So we're at the top three now. I, I'm just
3: saying you're taking okay. Aztecs over Rams.
2: All right. So yes, I yeah <laughs> I am yeah. I
1: it's uh There's a it's plural. It's two like Rams. Aztecs.
2: Two Rams. Guess what? Guess what? They'd be <laughs> focused more of. Oh, they would be yes. They'll be in their <laughs> head banging each other while you're going out the back door. Uh-huh. All right. So, we got a top 3. All right? We got the Wolf Pack, the Lobos, and the Aztecs. Man, I love how you just bullied your Aztecs into the top 3. Now listen to what I'm saying here though. Okay. Listen to where I'm going. All so, right. we got Lobos and wolf pack, which is is essentially the same thing. No, oh, L- just lo- listen to what I'm saying. Just here. listen to me. Okay? This is outrageous. Brian, I need this you is to the listen. Lowest you've stooped Brian, on this I need you to listen. Okay. I'll listen. I'll listen. <laughs> we have Lobos and we have a wolf pack. Yep. Which is initially the same thing, right? Lobos is one wolf. Okay? It's uh-huh. one wolf. Uh-huh. Technically, a wolf pack, it's a gray wolf. A gray wolf. Gray. Which is the biggest of the wolves. <laughs> Is it is it was uh, a dire wolf? Uh, dire wolf's fictional. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. John Stark. Um, so you have a gray wolf, or then you have a whole pack of wolves, including alpha and alpha male and female. Seems seems a little bit more dangerous, right? Wow. So I what? think we I think we get I think we take the gray wolf off. Okay, I get behind I, that. I think right. You understand that, right? I'm just. Okay, I'm good, good. On that. I'm so Lobo's gone. Lobo's gone. Lobo's gone. The grand scheme so of things. So we worried. have the top two. I'm worried. All right. T- go ahead. Take it away. What do we got, Brian? We got Aztecs mm. and we
3: got Wolfpack. Yes. If either entered your living room, yes. which would cause more fear?
2: Now, let me, let me say something about the Aztecs. All right. Okay. All right. Some of the most fierce warriors on the planet Earth, okay? But you know what they bring to your house with them? Which is nobody in this studio wants. Montezuma's revenge. Oh, There's man. a reason you can't drink the water in Mexico. There is a reason. Have uh-huh. you ever taken a sip of no. tap water in Mexico? I have not. Would destroy your insides. Uh huh. I'm talking about you spend the whole vacation in the bathroom Period. You know, would destroy a whole, your insides. Look, a whole country, <laughs> pack of wolves, a whole country. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. You can't drink the water anywhere in Mexico. That's pretty impressive. Just to throw that out there.
3: What are you going with here? <laughs>
2: wow. I'm sorry. I'm cracking myself up. Here. Can we I get can back it. to reality here? I
4: can anyone else Steve, who didn't play for the Aztecs, Steve, maybe? First, first can, of I got to say, because Monty Montezuma for years was the We didn't even bring you
2: in here yet, okay? It's not even your ter- your portion <laughs> of, well the, the of the I am well aware of the
4: Aztec. Do you not remember the controversy in San Diego when they redid the Aztec mascot? Yes. They took away his spear and gave mm. him a conch shell to blow. Mm. He still has He's a spear. He's not terribly fearsome. He
0: still has the spear. You could defeat... Montezuma's revenge with a bottle of water. You can't defeat no, you a not pack you can't with a de- bottle of water. You can't Look, defeat it with a bottle no, of water. Trust me. There's no Trust revenge
4: me. involved here. Just for the this, record, we're dealing with an is, actual Aztec. This
3: is Ephraim. The greatest indication <laughs> of how out of line you are. There tonight. you go. Uh, sometimes
2: we, I can be out of line. I agree. We got
3: the Sager and Lee Robert DeLap IV coming in off the the top rope before <laughs> we have tagged them in to the to the ring. That's how out of sorts and out of line you are tonight. Brian, are you do not... not hearing you right. Are you staking your claim
4: for the Aztecs? Of course he is.
2: First of all... This is ridiculous. <laughs> Montezuma's <laughs> revenge is awful. So let's take a vote. A pack of wolves. It's
4: also temporary. The wolf pack, that's pretty
2: permanent. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I will say I will vote for the wolf pack. Okay. Okay. To be our number one thing, yeah. because a pack of wolves in your living room yes. is beyond terrifying.
3: And they cannot be reasoned with.
2: Absolutely
0: not. I will say this, though. There's never been a recorded killing of a human being by a wolf in Northern America.
1: Huh? How are Aztecs even on this sure. list? I'm more worried, worried about... Well, one reason. A, <laughs> a Bronco. <laughs> I'm more worried about a Bronco. i worried about that.
4: The Mountain West is... Breaks down pretty easily here, guys. You have five animals that you throw to the sides, including Aggies, which is like a bull mascot, Utah State Agriculture. And then you have the five warriors like Aztecs, Rainbow Warriors, Spartans, and so forth, which leaves you Lobos, which is a wolf, and Wolf Pack together, working as a team Mm. to tear your insides out.
2: Wolf Pack it is.
1: I would have voted for Bronco. No, you wouldn't. No. Especially if that Ford Bronco was
2: was uh, a Ford oh, Bronco wow. driven Listen by OJ. Driven by OJ Simpson. Oh my God! Man, it was
1: driven by Fier- OJ. He's never yeah. let us down, has He's he? A fierce man. He's
2: never let us down. Got that knife.
3: So it's a clean sweep, five and Wolfpack.
1: Wolfpack, right?
2: it is. Well, I'm sorry, Aztec came th- in second.
1: <laughs> four and one <laughs> because yeah. Uh, yeah. Papa Bear going with the Bronco. Go with the Bronco, baby. <laughs> that f- that white Ford Bronco, man. Wow. do you see a white Ford Bronco on the helmets over there <laughs> not even the white helmet no yeah oh, the, man, um, the Boise
3: State Broncos it's not a horse on the side it's a <laughs> Ford Bronco on the side of their helmets <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> they got a knife
2: <laughs> they had a knife he'll cut you Papa Bears
3: I love it man because you never know where he's gonna go sorry except when it comes for comes to the Patriots and UCF then we know exactly where he's going with That's that. That's true. Yeah, we know exactly. Yeah, yeah, we got an indication as far as that goes. All right, Steve DeSager is with us. He is the voice of reason.
2: he, well, he was to, the voice of reason. He does not
3: try to <laughs> shoehorn his alma mater
4: into a space it does not belong.
2: False accusations.
4: You got to take the runner-up Aztecs trophy and just go home happy after this. I'm going I? home happy. Okay.
2: I, I mean, hey, a pack
4: of wolves, you got me. I love how you just threw Lobos
2: to the side
3: over Aztecs. We've maintained the whole time. People can be reasoned with. Lobos can't.
2: Aztecs aren't people. (laughs) We're a (laughs) movement. I think think we found that out this segment. (laughs) Right. A literal movement. (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys are awesome.
4: Shall we get to the scores, Thank people? you guys for
2: entertaining Can that. I, I appreciate you thief. entertaining that.
4: Just for that, number three, Notre Dame is yeah. up 42-13 now over Florida State. Woo! That's it? Early in the fourth. <laughs> Florida State's going to fall to 4-6 and six on this decrepit season. Number two, Clemson is up 20-7 to at Boston College, which is ranked 17th. This has a minute to go in the third quarter. Number five, Georgia has won at home, 27-10 over Auburn, which is now Auburn. Ranked, Auburn is 6-4 on the season. LSU ranks 7th, 10 minutes to go, leading 24-10 now at Arkansas. On Fox TV, about 11 minutes to play. 19th ranked Texas leads at Texas Tech, 27-17. Already wins in the top 10 today for Michigan, Washington State, for West Virginia, and Ohio State, number 10, which won 26-6 at Michigan State, but the Buckeyes' lead was seven to six late in the third quarter. Keep in mind, Ohio State hosts Michigan in two weeks on Fox TV. Number six Oklahoma, a 48-47 winner over Oklahoma State, as the Cowboys missed a two-point pass with about a minute to go. Number one Alabama shut out number 16 Mississippi State, 24-0. It was 21-0 in the first half. Tennessee upset number 11 Kentucky. Northwestern won at number 21 Iowa. Northwestern has already clinched the Big Ten West, by the way. The Steelers are not expecting running back Le'Veon Bell to play for them this year, according to NFL Network. In the NBA, Minnesota is trading Jimmy Butler to Philadelphia. Chicago has beaten Cleveland. The Cavs are 1-11 this year. Chicago comes away with a victory of 99-98. to over the Cavaliers. New Orleans Oof. and Toronto with wins. Clippers got a last second basket in overtime from Lou Williams to beat Milwaukee 128 to 126. 11 NHL games, including a win for Nashville, which is 13-3, and three, guys.
3: Thank you, Steve DeSager. Thanks, Steve. I'm Brian No. He is e from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out Which way is easier? I saw this piece by Eric D. Williams. He covers the Chargers for ESPN.com. I thought this was a really good piece, Ephraim. I wanted to bring it up. Joe Barksdale. He's an offensive lineman for the Chargers. Mm -hmm. And he plays guitar to help deal with depression. He's dealt with depression since he was a kid. And he takes medication. He's in therapy for depression, but he also plays guitar to take him out of these dark places that he sometimes finds himself in. I, th- I thought that was
2: really interesting, man. It was absolutely interesting. And, you know, so so often people think that once you have a certain level of success in your life that you're not susceptible to, you know, different things that that affect regular people, depression, mm-hmm. uh you know, anger, all of these things where just because of your job, you say, well, psh, if I did that, then I wouldn't, What would I would never be depressed. Right. And you, that's just ridiculous. That has no, that's one of the most idiotic things you can say uh, because everyone's different. Your job doesn't make you who you are. Your job makes you what you do. Right. And we all deal with things in our lives and there's a reason they say money can't buy happiness right it can rent you some stuff mm-hmm. can rent you joy but true happiness is found within and if you don't have that peace within then no matter how much money you have it doesn't matter right and i think that look i'm not a doctor but i
3: would have to guess that not being understood could make it even tougher because there are a lot of people that will look at a football player in the NFL or a famous person that has a lot of money and look and say, what are you depressed about? Like you got it made. They just don't understand. And that can make it even tougher to deal with whatever you're going through.
2: Yeah, it it definitely will make it tougher. And um, because number one, people won't take you serious. And number two, um, just a perception of, weakness that comes with something like this. Right. Right. As a football player, the last thing you want to do is be associated with weakness, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Because human reaction and human nature is what makes us connected and what bonds us. The job doesn't. The money doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's emotion. It's love. It's heartache. It's depression. It's those, those things that are, that are very real in anyone's life, no matter what you do.
3: Yeah, and Joe Barksdale was physically, emotionally, and sexually abused as a child. And this quote in the piece by Eric D. Williams, Joe Barksdale says, quote, I don't have the easiest time explaining myself to people, communicating how I feel, and that kind of thing. And I feel like guitar helps me communicate with people first and foremost, but it also helps me process emotions Getting out things that maybe there aren't words for that you feel. End quote. So that's awesome, man.
2: That's beautiful.
3: It is. And he loves Jimi Hendrix, one of his fav- favorite guitarists. And Barksdale released his first album, Butterflies, Rainbows, and Moonbeams, earlier this year in January, which of course is a lyric from one of Hendrix's song songs, Little Wing, which is a one of my favorite Hendrix songs. So I'm go get that. Yeah, butterflies, rainbows, and moonbeams. So pretty cool. And how about this? This came at the suggestion of Jeff Fisher, you know, the coach who everybody loves the crush. He didn't get anything right. Jeff Fisher's off. This is at the end of the 2012 NFL season. Jeff Fisher suggested that Barksdale find something to do to help him deal with the loss of a close friend during that off season. And so he picked guitar, and that's helped him out quite a bit.
2: Well, yeah, we didn't say Jeff Fisher was a terrible guy. We <laughs> said he was right. a terrible coach.
3: I'm just saying, like, it was funny to read this, and it was like, whoa, what do you know? Jeff Fisher, the guy only people say negative things about, actually did something. Yeah, because he sucks. You <laughs> see,
2: case in point. As a coach.
3: Was a major, major positive. That's awesome. I love that. By the way, on a side note, Ephraim, Michael Brockers, he was a guest on FN FS1 with Christine Leahy, did an interview with her, and she was like, hey, if Jeff Fisher were the head coach of the Rams right now, full 16-game season, what do you think the Rams record is at the end of the year? Michael Brocker said 7-9. and nine. You agree with that? Probably. You think so? With yeah. all this talent, yep. just 7-9? and nine?
2: You can have talent, but if you mismanage it, <sighs> might as well not have it. I don't buy it. Might as well not have it.
3: They got a winning record. I think they get to the double digit wins. Nah. That's a dude who got to the Super Bowl one time. And we're like the mountain. Nah, the last the year peak he is took, seven and nine.
2: Last year he took the same team the same team. No. What was different on the team last year?
3: What was different? Last year you picked up Andrew Whitworth. You picked up John Sullivan. You picked up Robert Woods. You drafted Cooper Cup. You made all of these different changes. You
2: had Jared Goff, who was a year wiser. Uh, He wasn't a Daisy Fresh rookie. I bet he would have been better if McVay was the coach his rookie year. I agree with that. (laughs) But you can't make
3: it sound like the Rams two years ago, roster-wise, were the exact same version last year. Because they weren't. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Did you just whatever me? Yeah, I did. You, <laughs> you and these facts know. Whatever. <laughs> All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. We close it down in style. We preview week 10. I will give you a recipe for success for the Dallas Cowboys, Ephraim. You want to hear this? It's coming up next. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Clemson, touchdown. Barring the extra point, looks like Clemson's going to go up 27-7. Got to say that after Oklahoma State missed an extra point in a key moment of the game during Oklahoma. But Clemson, all of a sudden, looking good. Looking good against Boston College. Clemson absolutely has a legitimate shot to take down Alabama. I believe so. Absolutely. I think it's an overreaction. Alabama's been great the last two weeks. The shutout on the road against
2: LSU, it's impressive. And guess what? They're going to be tremendously great next week against (laughs) the The Citadel. Citadel. When
3: you can't name the nickname, you know the rule, Ephraim. I
2: don't know what they are.
3: No idea. There's a 99.9% chance
2: they're garbage
3: <laughs> if you can't name the nickname. <laughs> That's the rule oh, of thumb man. here. All right, before we get to week 10, I got to throw something at you, Ephraim. Throw it. I'm catching. So you and I, we've actually done very, very well in our big three pool. Yes, so we pick three games in any NFL week against the spread. You can pick any three that you want. And I'm leading this pool right now. Ephraim. I'm ahead and there have been some ingest accusations. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, anything that's ingest, there's a little bit of seriousness involved there. Yeah. And so a couple of people have been like, oh, 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 so you get everybody else's picks before you enter your own picks, huh? And I'm like, really? Really? So that's where we're going here. So what's the formula? What if Ephraim and Gavin Kinzel, Fox Sports Radio producer, if they pick the same game, I go the opposite way and it hits every time. There's no formula. There's no weird way to concoct a win. You have to pick winning teams. That's simply all you have to do. So there's no way I can cheat Ephraim. But I dislike this, man. I have actually considered dropping out of this thing. Why?
2: Can't drop out. We're in it now.
3: I I don't like people questioning my integrity. Don't worry about it. I don't like
2: it. (laughs) It is what it is. If they're taking it it too serious, then they need another hobby. Yeah, they absolutely do. Of course you'd have the upper hand because you're the habitual gambler. There you go. You See, look at yeah. spreads. Yeah. I don't look at any of that. You send me the list. I peruse it. I make three <laughs> picks, and then I'm, I'm gone. That's it. You just keep it pushing. I just keep it pushing. It doesn't even – like when I get off the air right now, by the time I get to the car, I'm going to put my picks in. There you <laughs> That's go. That's how much – the <laughs> information I put, our, our background I put into it, I don't care. Give me the Jags. Um, mm, uh, let me see. Let me Detroit. Eagles. Uh, give me them. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I hear
3: you, man. So, well, I'm glad that you don't have one of those accusations
2: thrown no, my no, way. No, no, no. That's
3: good. That's nice. By the way, I've got a, a uh, formula for Cowboys success against the Eagles.
2: This is right here. happen. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're
3: all right. You're good. <laughs> no, not fire Jason Garrett. I thought you were going to say fire away. No, I was going to say fire
2: Jason. Yeah.
3: I'm going with this, Ephraim. I think that the Cowboys offensively should use Dak Prescott a lot in the running game. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying Dak can't throw the ball. I'm not saying anything. It's just not a great passing attack. That's not all on Dak, but just all things considered, they're not great at pass blocking this year. They're just getting Amari Cooper up to speed. You got a great pass rush over there with the Eagles, and Dak uses his legs really, really well. I would use him, not like he's going to bowl over strong safeties and linebackers, but use him in the running game with Ezekiel Elliott. Have some zone read stuff. Get what you can get and get down. Don't take that extra punishment. That's how I would use him this week. I really would against the Eagles.
2: And that is not the wrong way to use him. Um, You got to get him moving. You got to get him off his spot. He's not going to step back and pass the ball 40 times and you're going to win. It's a running team. Give him more options to look at in the run instead of just Zeke. I agree with that 100%. And then on the move, play action, We got action. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We need play action. For action. To have
3: action. Yeah. I don't know that they do that, but I really believe that's what they should do against the Eagles. How about a couple other games? How about this one? Patriots at the Titans. How crazy would it be? You don't know what what (laughs) Titans is going to show up. That's the problem. But think about Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler, of course, got benched. In the Super Bowl against the Eagles, when he was still a member of the Patriots. Now he's facing his former team. And he's downplayed it. He's like, eh, it's another game. There's no way this is just another game to Malcolm Butler. But how crazy would it be from, he's allowing 73% of the balls thrown his way to be completed. That is obnoxious. But imagine if he plays badly against the Patriots and that leads to the Titans then benching him going forward. That very well could happen.
2: That very well could happen. So far away from that Super Bowl heroic interception. Right? Oh, how how the mighty have fallen. Man, it has
3: changed significantly.
2: Yes, it has.
3: Big time. Am I crazy, Ephraim? I'll tell you what. I'm going to enter the Giants plus three. In the Big Three pool. Oof. I know. Crazy or crazy enough to work? Crazy. Crazy. (laughs) We'll see. Everybody have a great night.
1: UCF stand down.